Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Cryptid Cocktail Party, a show where we have a few drinks, share a few laughs, and take a dive into the unknown. I'm your host, Dave, and today joining me is my good friend, John Bunting. How you doing, bud? Oh, I am doing terrific, Dave. How are you? <laughs> this is the third time we've done this because our fucking audio. I'm kind of glad that I don't have a camera because I don't think you'd even be able to make it through the intro at this point. I'm just laughing too much. Dude, I, I couldn't even get through that one that one time because, <laughs> god damn it. Anyways, how you doing, bud? What's going on? Yeah, I'm, doing, I'm doing better by the, every time we do this. It gets funnier and funnier. It kind of eases you into it, though. You kind of relax, you know? Some people, when they first yeah. when they first go onto a podcast, if they've never been on one, they're kind of, like, in their own head about being recorded. But I feel like this kind of loosened us up. Oh, I'm terrified, but yes. Are you? I, I, would, say this, I would say this loosened me up a little bit. Yeah. Why? Because, like, I think this is the first time, I'm not kidding you, in the 37 years of my existence that I'm going to have my voice recorded on something that I could listen back Oh, yeah, that is a spooky thought. <laughs> well, I mean, when I was a kid, I had that fucking, uh, that thing from Home Alone 2, the... Uh, oh, the, the, the talk? Talk Boy? Talk Boy, that's what it was. Yeah, I had one of those, so I would use that I shit all the time. Yeah, I think I used it, I think I used it for about 10 minutes, and the sound sounded terrible, and then it, I never saw it again. I put it down somewhere, and, you know, we had, like, a room... When I was younger in our house, which we called the toy room. Oh, dude, everyone had a toy room. Yeah. And that's just where toys that you played for 15 minutes went and went to die. <laughs> it feels like the Island of Misfit toys, but just yep, like. There it goes. Never see that again. <laughs> no, dude, I fucking love my talk, boy. I don't, I used to, well, I was, so I used to have a, when I was a kid, I had a green, a green jelly tape. And okay. I would play it through that. I, that or through my Teddy Ruxpin. I would put, I would put music tapes in Teddy Ruxpin. I never had Teddy Ruxpin. For anyone listening under the age of fucking 30, Teddy Ruxpin was yeah. this toy that had in its stomach had a uh, cassette deck. And you were supposed to put the Teddy Ruxpin tapes in it, and it would, like, mouth the words and talk to you. But if you put music tapes in, it would just fucking sing along to, like, the most brutal death metal. And it was amazing. Yeah. Yes, it was. And it, terrifying at the same time. Oh, yeah, that was, like, our generation. Well, I guess my generation also was Furbies. But it was, like, the early part of our generation's Furbies. It was just a nightmare toy all around. Yeah, you're walking out to your parents, and it's the, the teddy bear spewing random blood. <laughs> Is it supposed to do this? Yeah, no, it's just, it was all just a nightmare. Uh, but anyways, John, today I have an episode for you. Are you ready for this episode? I am ready for this episode, Dave. I don't know much about cryptids, but uh, I like creepy shit, so well, I'm ready. You did try to coax out of me what the... Uh, I did episode is going to be about but i feel like that's not as fun but I, I even like i told you i don't think that you would even like know what it is because you're not a cryptids guy you're you're just a spooky boy yeah yeah i guess that's the most spooky boy <laughs> morbid sp stuff yeah just a spooky boy um well today uh we're going to be talking about uh, a cryptid that hails from just one state over in ohio uh, and the reason why I wanted to do this cryptid is because this weekend uh, is the inaugural festival that the state is putting on in honor of this cryptid, which is the Loveland Frogman. Are you familiar with the Loveland Frogman? No, I, I am not familiar with the Loveland Frogman. <laughs> I was hoping that you would say something off the wall and I'd be like, oh, yeah, I've heard of that. But no, no, that's not how we do it on this show. We do the fucking lesser knowns. But uh, 
yeah, so this story's weird, and <laughs> this cryptid is probably is I don't even know how to describe it. There's, he's a he's a half frog, half man. Dude, there's twists and turns in here that you don't even know about, man. Is Al Gore part of it? Dude, it's it's part frog, part man, part magic. Ah, oh, man, magic frog. Yeah, it's okay. uh. All right, so you you want to just dive right in? I'll tell you the story of this fucking nightmare. Yes, you've already hooked me. The promo's been given. All right. So the Loveland Frogman is an amphibious humanoid cryptid that has been spotted just outside the small town of Loveland, Ohio, near the Little Miami River, which is a bold name for. <laughs> yeah, <know>. like, <laughs> well, I mean, you know, it's Ohio, so they have to try to catch you somehow. I got to really spice it up. Like Hollywood, Florida. It's just like Hollywood, Florida. That's that's where dreams really do go to die. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, sightings of the mysterious frog men, because it's not just one, as far as I know. Uh, they've Why been, would there only be one? <laughs> right. But uh, sightings of the, of the frog men have been reported as far back as 1955 and as recently as 2016. And it's probably one of my favorite cryptids I've ever had the pleasure of researching because, like I said, it gets fucking weird. Is <laughs> um, it? Is- it, are the pic, do they have pictures of it, and are the pictures the same quality from 1955 to 2016? So, all right. <laughs> uh, we'll get into that. Normally on the show, I do send the listeners or the uh, the guests the pictures of the Frogman, but I'm not going to do that because they're, they're all weird artist renderings that I don't even think are from the 50s or the other sightings. Yep. The, the 2016 sighting is a little sketch, so we'll, we'll cross that bridge when we get there. You'll uh, describe it better than... Then I could see it anyway. I don't. I mean, probably. But uh, b- before we get into the sightings and like the descriptions of the creature, it's customary on the show to give our listeners some fun facts about the area that we're discussing. So, okay, nestled along the Little Miami River and located inside the counties of Hamilton, Claremont, and Warren County, and it's only about fifteen miles away from Cincinnati. Uh, just to give you like an idea of where the story is taking place. Loveland isn't what I would call a small town, but it has a population of about 13,000 uh, with some pretty notable people hailing from Loveland. Do you want to know who some of these people are? I would know, want to know who all these people are. Okay, so we got uh, profes- professional linebacker Joe Kelly, who you might know because he was did a season with the Eagles, I believe. I'm not an Eagles fan, so I don't know. What? Whatever. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Cowboys fan living in Philly. But uh, we also got uh, Survivor Pearl Islands contestant uh, Lillian Morris. I nope. No, nope, I man. watched season. <laughs> I watched season one of Survivor, and that was about it. Uh, and then we got former mayor of Cincinnati, television host, and fake judge Jerry Springer. Oh, oh, look at that! Yeah, he's still alive. Yeah, he has he has a fake judge show. Oh, really? Yeah. Shows how much shows how much I know. I'm I'm not up with this anymore. I only know this because Sam from work. Uh, oh, of course. <laughs> when I go into the office after five p.m., he's watching judge shows, and I'm pretty sure I watched him. I saw him watching a Jerry Springer. So if Sam's listening, sorry, Sam. <laughs> now he'll love it. Uh, but then finally, uh, we have Madison Young, winner of the 2009 and 2013 Hottest Kink Film Award at the FPAs for her work in Perversions of Lesbian Lust Volume what? 1 and Fifty Shades what? of Dylan Ryan, respectively. <laughs> First of all, what are the FPAs? Because uh, I only know of the ABNs. The FPAs is the Feminist Porn Awards. Oh, 
feminist porn awards. Yeah, I don't know. But hey, good for her, man. Hey, yeah. She she took it home twice, son. Yeah, she did. <laughs> she took it home more than twice. Uh, but, uh, all right. So yeah, so that's a that's a little little backstory of the uh you know the area that we're gonna be covering today. That's a that's a of of a variety of people. I can't think of the right word right now. <laughs> a motley crew of fucking just yeah. All right. So yeah. uh let's get let's get into the story of the frogman. Uh again, this this weekend is uh Frogman Fest. Uh, unfortunately, I couldn't make it because it's nine hours away from me. But uh, yeah, I figured we would do this, so let's uh, get in. So, so the first sighting of the Loveland Frogman was in the spring of 1955 on a stretch of road known as the Madeira Loveland Pike that runs along the Little, Little Miami River just outside of Loveland in Claremont County. Robert Honeycutt, I think that's how you pronounce his name, not 100% sure, uh, who was either... Was a, it what? Honeycutt? It's honey. It's honey. Honeycut, I think. Yeah. But uh, he was either a businessman, a traveling salesman, or a short order cook, depending on yes. where you're hearing the story. <laughs> I am already skeptical. <laughs> but right. But even though his backstory is, is kind of all over the place, the, the we one... can't even get the guy's friggin' job right. <laughs> yeah, it's true. But the, the one thing that does remain consistent is the story of his sighting. So. At roughly 3.30 a.m., Robert was driving home when he noticed three figures off to the side of the road in the bushes with their backs turned towards him. At first glance, due to their short stature, Honeycutt assumed that they were just three dudes on their on their knees, like, praying, which... <laughs> <laughs> three dudes on their knees. Yeah, they're just praying, you know? You, don't, you, never, you never come across just, like, three dudes praying on the side of the highway? No. Uh, well, you know, you know what? Around here, yeah. Yeah, you'd see that. Now you would. But uh, anyway, obviously that's weird. But uh, th thinking that this was, this was super weird, he decides to slow down to get a better look at these nocturnal monks. And that's when he realized that it wasn't just like a coven of weirdos holding a midnight mass off the side of the highway. But actually, it was three amphibious looking creatures that stood about three to four feet tall. Webbed hands the and feet. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. <laughs> we found them. Leathery gray skin and wearing loose-fitting pants. It is unclear if they were wearing shirts. I'm glad that we could be specific <laughs> about the loose-fitting pants. Oh, yeah. Where they kind of comes into play later. Not really, but kind of. Okay. <laughs> so he went on to describe the creatures as having long, lipless mouths, no nose, a ring of fat around their necks, and forward-facing human eyes, which can only mean one thing, John. Yeah, I mean that's frog if I've ever heard one. But that the, that is frog, half frog, half man. The forward-facing human eyes could only mean that the frogmen are apex predators and should be feared by all. <laughs> <laughs> that's new. I've never heard of that before. What? Forward-facing eyes, big apex predators. Former forward-facing eyes are are what all apex predators have. Man, I am very uneducated anyway. Well, prey animals have eyes on the side of their heads. Predators have them in the front of their heads. I can't believe that, like, I didn't put that together until now. You really didn't know that? No, I'm serious. I, 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 I consider myself an intelligent dude, but thank yeah. you for making me look stupid on your show. 
<laughs> but uh, I'm glad that I came on. He also, <laughs> I'm glad I could be of assistance. <laughs> uh, he also described them as having lopsided bodies with uneven arms and bulges on one side of their bodies. Now, upon seeing this, he must have thought to himself, hey, why don't I just hop out of my car real quick and try and join in on this extraterrestrial prayer circle? <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's only logical. Yeah, because that's exactly what he did. Yep. I mean, <laughs> but, I probably would, too. So. <laughs> but uh, once he started approaching the creatures, one of them, he claimed, uh, pulled out what could only be described as a magic wand and lifted it above his head. And then the wand started shooting out bluish white sparks from the tips and uh, the, the frocks summoning his Patronus. Yeah, see, in my head, it kind of played out like uh, I'm glad you had that cue. <laughs> We're on the same page, Dick. But uh, yeah, but once it started shooting out sparks and uh, from both ends, and then once it was done, he just put it away, put it away in a. Uh, his wand holster, I guess. <laughs> His pocket. I mean, yeah. But uh, nothing crazy happened. No curse or spell was like placed upon Rob, so there was no damage done. Uh, the frog, the frogman, just gave him like a cryptid sparkler show, and then just put it back in his wand holster and gave uh, him a big thumbs up. Yeah. So, uh, so after securing its sidearm, <laughs> the three frogmen <laughs> all turned and faced faced Robbie and started walking towards him. Now, at this point, is when Bobby decided it's probably time to go and gets in his car and takes off. Uh, but as he does, he notices notices that the air is, has a distinct smell of fresh cut alfalfa and almonds. I don't know what any of that smells like. Uh, almonds. I mean, I know almonds. All right. I, meant I thought you were trying to make part. Me, yeah. Alfalfa. I, I mean, what is this? I, all I think when I think alfalfa is that kid from little rascals. Yeah. Little yeah. rascals. <laughs> I think I think it's grass. I don't really know. The only reason why I know what almonds smell like besides eating them is because I used to drink a lot of Di Sirono, If you know, really, yeah, dude. Yeah, just, I know Di Sirono. I I never drank it. Oh, dude, Di Sirono on the rocks, dude, fucking ruins your night. But you'd look so classy, fucking drinking it. <laughs> You'll yeah. get. It turns you into a problem after about four of them. But <laughs> I think I think if we're gonna talk classiness, the classy the classiest thing I ever got was I was like, hey, can I get a beefier on the rocks? That guy looks like a, he looks like a little soldier on the front. He looks classic. John, and I got that, and then I took one sip, and regretted the thirteen dollars I spent. Yeah, dude, beef eaters fucking gross, dude. Isn't it? Is it vodka or gin? It's gin, right? It's gin. It's gin. Don't be wrong. I love a good gin. Gin and sprite. I didn't have any juice. No, dude. So I drink gin and sprite. So, because gin. And soda usually add a lime or a lemon to it. Gin and Sprite already has that in there. Plus, it has that little extra sweetness, so it doesn't taste like you're just drinking straight up pine needles. <laughs> it's actually like somewhat good. Genius, right, dude? I found a workaround. Uh, back in my more desperate days, uh, when you know when you were a kid, <laughs> you know when you were a kid and you're just, yep. you're drinking liquor. Uh, you know you just you steal a bottle from your parents or something like that, and you don't have any mixers. Uh, gin and Mountain Dew surprisingly is really fucking delicious we called it the green monster because obviously we're from yeah dude it's not bad all right so back to the story uh upon fleeing the scene uh he heads to the local police chief's house uh who later stated that honeycut was sober and sincere in his telling of the story and i don't know if this is true but according to the kryptonaut podcast 
the locals claim that this sport this report sparked an FBI investigation into the matter but no but like no idea what or if anything came from it so I don't know if maybe I don't I know you're not like a weird cryptids aliens guy but I don't know if this this could be like a men in black situation if you believe the men in black are real I want to believe the men in black are real so yes I think that it, sounds like it it does right it kind of sounds like people came and were like oh we're from the FBI we heard about this fucking weird frog man <laughs> and then like if it was something like that I would be excited mm. like if, the, if there was some sort of mind eraser tool see I don't, the men in black I feel like aren't the so the movie portrays them as like fun heroes of the universe but in reality no, they're horrible they're horrible people yeah if you if you do any sort of digging into the men in black they're a fucking nightmare dude and I wouldn't want any part of it anyways <laughs> So, All right, so we found the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. They can summon Patronuses, and now we are at the sheriff's station. Yeah, so we're, so he, he claims that the locals claim that the FBI came and investigated. No idea if anything actually came from it, but that's not where the story ends. It better not. For him, it does. That's where his story ends. That, nothing ever comes from his story. So, Oh, come on. This guy didn't even <laughs> dig deeper. No. So, I would. You would think, but anyway, so so – the next two sightings of the creature happened within a two-week span in March of 1972, almost 17 years after Robert's first encounter with the creature. Okay. So at approximately, at, oh my God, at approximately 1 a.m. on March 3rd, 1972, Loveland police officer Ray Shockey, I fucking love these names, was, a great name. was heading towards Loveland on Riverside Road near the Totes Boots Factory. That's just fun to say. Uh, and, of course, that's along the, uh, the little Miami River. Uh, he's driving slowly due to the icy conditions on the road when he notices that he, what he thought was a dog on the side of the road. The animal darted in front of the officer's vehicle, forcing him to slam on his brakes and come to a stop in the middle of the road. Now there, illuminated in his headlights, he saw what he described as a small creature, about three to four feet long, weighing roughly 50 to 75 pounds with leathery gray skin and crouched down like a frog. <laughs> Suddenly, the creature stands up on his hind legs, just stares at the officer straight in the eyes, and then just darts across the road, up on over a guardrail, waddles down the embankment, and then fucking off into the Ohio River. Yeah, okay. okay. <laughs> and we went, we immediately went after this, right? You know what? There was a post that I saw on Reddit the other day. Did you see that sexy-looking lizard? Hmm? Uh, we can't do it on podcast. I'll have to send it to you. That's exactly what it reminds me. I mean, it's this lizard and it's got like its legs spread and it's kind of looking back at you, <laughs> kind of like it's posing. It's and that's kinda, immediately what it reminds you of. Just staring at you like, yep. It's kind of, yeah, but uh, he didn't go after it. Uh, actually, later that night, another officer investigated the scene but found no sign of the creature, uh, but did respond did report distinct scratch marks on the railing where the frogman climbed over the guardrail, which is weird because I don't think anyone ever described it as having, like, claws. Uh, yeah. So I don't know, like, how it would have just left a fucking gouge on, like, the side of the thing. I don't know. Do frogs, no, do frogs, even, do frogs even have, like, nails? Frogs don't have claws. They I mean, have, like... But uh, it, it is humanoid. Maybe it has, like, human claws. I always thought that, like... I thought that frogs had, uh, like suction cups kind of things. And that's tree frogs. I don't think that's like all frogs. I I never thought that they had like any claws. I thought they were just kind of like flat feet and hands. <laughs> yeah, they're just 
all around awful. That's not I mean, true. I like frogs. But uh, <laughs> the second sighting of 1972 occurred only two weeks later by another Loveland police officer named Mark Matthews. Now, according to his report, Matthews was driving back into Loveland when he noticed what he thought was an injured or dead animal in the middle of the road. So he stopped his car and got out to either check on the animal or just to, like move the corpse off to the side of the road. Uh, mm-hmm. But as soon as he approached it, the animal, uh, it shot up into a crouched, pos- crouched position, I assume, like a frog would stand. Uh, yeah, okay. Uh, now, the combination of it lurching up and the fact that it looked like a nightmare human-frog hybrid, uh, <laughs> Emmett, I... I <laughs> So his name's so all right. I forgot I wrote this, but his name's Mark Matthews. So I, this is how I wrote this sentence. Are you ready for this? I'm ready. So the combination of it lurching up and the fact it looked like a nightmare human frog hybrid, Eminem unholstered his gun <laughs> and took a <laughs> shot at the creature. <laughs> uh, now, now I'm impressed. Now, uh, seemingly unfazed by this flagrant use of fucking excessive force, uh, the frogman stood up hobbled over to the guardrail, casually stepped over it, all while maintaining eye contact with the officer as if to be like, the fuck, like, really, dude? Like, you're just going to shoot me? That's the, that's, that's the scariest part. He gives you, like, a, like your eyebrow, like the rock. Like, really? <laughs> just like, come on, bro. Like, dude, just, just like, you, dude, imagine shooting a fucking frogman turned around and looked at me like that i would apologize i'm sorry yeah i'm sorry i just put my gun down but the thing is i it said it said it walked over to the guardrail on the on the side of the road but i don't know if it, like it was like the guardrail that was like behind the police officer or on the other side of because it said it maintained eye contact with him so it had to have been like walking towards him and be like bro <laughs> and then just like as he's climbing over like really you yeah, I feel, I feel like he popped up and then kind of, ju- yeah, just maintained eye contact and was turning like he was turning his head to the left or right and just walking towards, like, I'm watching you. You motherfucker. Come on, man. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I I would hope that in that situation that the frogman would turn around and right before he went over the guardrail, he's looking at he's looking at the guy and the guy's like, shrugs his shoulders like, come on, man. I mean, <laughs> it, but- you're weird. I mean, come on. But you are right, dude. Like I would profusely apologize. Like if it just Can't, got up, like dude, like give I mean, me the give me the look like that. I mean, all right, bro. All right. I would give it my gun. I'd be like, I'm so sorry. Here you go. I don't I don't know what I did. This is this is on me. I'm I, I'm gonna go. Look, I'll give you one free one. How about that? <laughs> Everybody gets one. Just just make sure you get shot. Just shoot me like in a meaty part, like a calf or like I don't. Yeah, like, exactly. I take my shoulder out or something like that. I'd be like, yeah. all right, right here. <laughs> just below the knee. Nothing like that would kill me. Just I'm sorry. Uh, yeah. Now, uh, Tell you a picture. <laughs> now, years later, Matthews would start to backpedal and recant his story, claiming it was just a normal lizard or large reptile that had escaped his enclosure or got too big and the owners let it go into the wild. Uh, my guess is that he got a lot of blowback from the department or like friends and family and just kind of like wanted to distance himself from the situation as much as True. possible. But I don't know. It it just it kind of seems. Uh. <laughs> I, I, it has to. I feel like that's what it was. Like, why would you tell that story of you shooting a fucking frog man, and then like years later be like, "Nah, I didn't shoot a frog." What the fuck are you talking about, dude? You know why? I bet it is because of the look back. Because this guy was so convinced that frog man popped up and he was getting ready and he shot it, and then that frog turned around, and looked at him, and fucked his whole story up. Because now he feels bad. Because now he's just like he gets to that part in the story, he's like, "I fucking shot him," and then he turned around and. 
Ah, sorry. He was pissed. What would you do? I said I was sorry. Yeah, right, dude. Like, and then he he walked away like a bitch. Yeah, you're it's one of those stories that halfway through you realize that you should stop telling that story. Like you think it makes you look like a badass, but then like yep. as soon as you say the one thing, you're like, ah. Yeah, shot him, and then he looked at me like I was an asshole. Yeah, and then he walked away. And that's when you stop the story and just go, "You had to be there." Yeah, <laughs> it's a, I'm here. So it's a "you had to be there" story. Yeah, you're like, right, guys, right. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so I don't know about that. But uh, now the last known sighting uh, was in Cincinnati during the August of 2016 when Sam Jacobs and his girlfriend. Uh, <laughs> Now, I'm going to give you guys, what was big in 2016 that had teenagers roaming all around their cities? Oh, my God. 2016? Yeah. Justin Bieber. Nope. Sam and his girlfriend were walking around playing Pokemon Go. When, when oh, yeah. Pokemon <laughs> Go. Gee, you know what, man? Pre and post pandemic is just, there's no concept of time anymore. That was seven years ago. Mm -hmm. Okay, continue. Wild. I'm old. Yeah, but uh, so yeah, they're playing Pokemon Go. Jacob said that he crossed over some train tracks to get to the bank of the of uh, Lake Isabella when he saw quote a huge frog near the water. Not in the game. This was an actual giant frog. <laughs> he then went on to add quote, "The thing stood up and walked on its hind legs." I realize this sounds crazy, but I swear on my grandmother's grave this is true. End quote. Uh, his description matches the others with the frogman coming in at about four feet tall and he even managed to capture video and photographic evidence of it. Uh, the images and video are like super dark and for some reason, of course they are. And, and they, for some reason show the creature with like super bright glowing eyes, almost like flashlights. To me, this account is kind of suspicious, mostly because like the location is wrong. Like it's, in Cincinnati, like 15 miles away. Not to say that a frog can't fucking, a frog man couldn't swim or walk that far. Uh, but also, yeah. the, it's just the fact that the videos are like sketchy. Like, if you look at it, and I saw some people try to like put it in Photoshop, like brighten the image, and you there's a like a figure there, but these bright glowing eyes, it looks like someone just like holding like two flashlights where eyes would be because they're bright as fuck, dude. Like, they're the only things you can see in the video. When you said it, the first thing that I imagined was somebody taking like a Polaroid picture and it's like when you get the reds in your eyes. No, this is like, like so it does it. It's bright white. Like it's not like it doesn't look like a cone reflection or anything like that. Like it just yeah. looks like a dude holding like two flashlights above their head, like walking through water. Hmm. I don't know. It's sketchy. That's probably what it is. I think you just cracked the case. I did, dude. I mean, <laughs> I don't know. Here, hold on. Uh, fuck it. I'm going to send you the fucking picture. That looks like. Okay, so I got your picture. That looks like a guy who is just wading through the water and he has some sort of like backpack on that has just flashlights. Yeah, it's probably a night fisherman or something like that. Yeah, yeah, but like you, a streamer setup or something. But the thing is, so if you click on it, it shows the video, but the, the, the uh, uh, what's it called? Like the cover photo of the video is like the, they try to like hide, like upload, like up the brightness so you can see like the figure. And I know what you mean, and I really there's can a, there, tell. There's a figure that, there, but it looks, but dude, it's definitely a fucking just like. I think it's just somebody like waiting in there. They've got like a couple, they got like a backpack with, with a couple flashlights sticking out. Yeah, dude, it's not. Like he's looking for something. It's not good. It's not, <laughs> to me, no, that's, that's why I think it's sketchy. I don't know. I don't know. 
maybe I'm jaded. I just look at that and I'm like, that that's just a dude. That's just that's a, a me. That's just a dude who's just doing Pokemon Go. He's just he's looking <laughs> for Magikarps. Maybe Gyarados is in there. First of all, you can't. I don't think you can catch a Gyarados in Pokemon Go. You gotta, you gotta catch the Magikarp. You have to catch like a hundred of them, and then it turns into Gyarados. God, did you, did you not play Pokemon Go? Not really. Oh, no, like, actually, clown. My my Pokemon <laughs> my Pokemon playing stopped at yellow. That was that's like how that's how old I am. That was like base Game Boy Color <laughs> Pokemon yeah. Go. Yeah, man, like fucking link cables. Getting different oh, shit, EVs dude. and shit. Oh, I got the Thunder EV. You need the fire one. Give me the link cable. Dude, I got you, bro. Yeah. See, so you got to, do you have a DS? We should, you got to get fucking Sword and Shield, bro. Actually, no, the new one's out. I haven't played it yet. Anyway, so that's, we're straying so far from this fucking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, but since, since then, the Frogman hasn't been seen since, but it still lives on in the hearts and minds of the people of Ohio, as well as all of us who love this type of shit. Uh, but yeah, so there you have it. That's the story of the Loveland Frogman or Frogmen. Dave. I want to know what you thought of it. I think that if there are frogmen out there who are possibly Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle-esque yeah. that can summon Patronuses. They can. And are in seem to be seem to be impervious to firearms. Yeah, dude, I don't <laughs> that's terrifying. Yeah, it's a nightmare. And why haven't they taken over the world yet? Mm, well, based off these stories, I'm going to assume there's only three of them. Still, I mean. But that just goes, like, so the first one was in 55. The newest one, I guess, was in 2016. Are they just immortal, or is there, like, a colony of, like, fucking yeah, Well, you know, I think that there would be, there has to be a colony. There has to be a small colony. I mean, how are you breeding? How are you breeding these things? I don't know the one. So the two stories of the police officers in the seventies, frogs are cold blooded, right? Or are they warm? They're cold blooded, right? They're cold blooded. Yeah, dude. Why would they be fucking chilling out in the fucking like freezing ice? Like, wouldn't they just die? Or would their body just adapt to it? I don't know how cold blooded works. (laughs) If I'm being completely honest with you, I have no idea. I don't know, Dave. I am reading this link that you sent me and like it just i'm really trying to suspend belief here man but like just reading the quotes and just i'm hearing the guy's voice in my head like not sure it was just fog made or giant fog either way ain't never seen nothing like it and you're like come on is that's the first thing you thought I love that you say man when it was a 16-year-old boy. And I love that you gave him, like, the most deep South accent you could when it's literally just, like... Because <laughs> that's all I think of. Cincinnati, Ohio. When I Ohio. think of Ohio, anything out West, West, it's, that's that's the accent. That's Everybody sounds like that. That's I don't care enough. where you're from. That's what you sound like. No, I like that. Oh, shit. Well, John, that's the story. What did you think? What, do you, what are your thoughts? Dave, I, I am so happy that I was on here and I got to learn about the Loveland Frogman. <laughs> Frogman slash men, which I'm hoping that it's more men than man because I think more than one would be would be better. Yeah. When uh, when we finish this up, I'll send you the picture of uh, so of the the first description that someone drew, like the uh, what they look like. And I'll post it on the Instagram, too. Just uh, post so- the sexy lizard that I sent you on the Instagram as well. I will. Because that's the first thing that I thought of. 
when you said that he looked back at him. I'll make sure to post it. All right, John. Great. Well, that's Dave. that's it for the story. Um, I want to thank everyone for listening. I want to thank John for being on. Uh, thank you for having me, Dave. I would yeah. love to come on again and hear more stories from you. This is fun. Yeah, I know. We've been talking about having you on this podcast, the other podcast. This just never came to fruition, so I'm glad. Yeah. You came on. Um, all right, everyone, if you're listening, uh, please, if you can, leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. Uh, leave a rating on Spotify. Uh, what else is there? Follow us on Instagram at bit, at uh, Cryptid Cocktail. And I think that's about it. Uh, good luck, all the casters at the MetaZoo Water Tower happening at Loveland Frogman this week. Loveland Frog Fest this weekend. <laughs> God damn it. Dude, all right, so, sorry, we, the... We took a long time to get the actual podcast going, so I've had like four beers in that <laughs> like little amount yeah. of time. So I'm a little, little, little weird. Uh, but yeah, thanks everyone listening, and uh... thanks everybody. Oh.